0: holiday with Verde Energy Efficiency experts, and on our podcast, we would like to regularly invite guests on to this show to discuss sustainability in their own industry. Today, I am joined by the amazing Maggie of who is the production manager of Timeline Theater here in Chicago, and also a representative of the Chicago Green Theater Alliance. Hey, Maggie. Hi, Beth. Thanks for having me today. Thanks so much for being here. So... Tell me about the Chicago Green Theater Alliance and its mission. Uh, The Chicago Green Theater Alliance is a group of artists,
1: actors, designers, technicians, mostly from the theater world, who are trying to educate, encourage, and motivate the rest of Chicagoland theater and arts community to think about how we make what we do more sustainable. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's what we do.
0: <laughs> and you guys are a mixture of all different departments from all over the city, all different theaters, right? All,
1: all departments. There's over 300 theaters in Chicago um, that range from $100 budgets to $100 million budgets. Um, uh, some in the for-profit world, some in the not-for-profit world, and we're a collection of all different types of those people. Um, Uh, The buy-in from the people you see on stage as well as the people you don't see backstage and our patron base is kind of what what brings us all together. I like to say that the people who are saving the sea turtles and the people who are putting solar panels on the roofs and the people who are sharing props around town are all on the same team.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what do you think are the biggest issues right now that you see in the Chicago theater industry? To, the challenges to being sustainable? There's,
1: there's a lot of things. Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is about stuff. Um, as a production manager, I spend a lot of time thinking about time, money, people, and stuff. And I hate spending money on the stuff because there's too much of it in the world already, right? Um, and when I'm, I'm talking about stuff, the the tangible design elements of the theater. So scenery you see on stage, uh, costumes, props, uh, often we use these thing, things for a really short amount of time.
0: Right, because it's, it's the run of
1: the show, The run right? of the show, which sometimes is a week, four weeks, six weeks, 13 weeks is a really long run. We do those. Oh, wow. Um, but, Uh, What do you do with that stuff when you're not done using it? It's often made so specifically for a show that your theater company may never do again, but potentially there is a theater down the line who could use it sometime. Or the things that we use on stage are clothes and furniture and items that people use in everyday life too. Um, So uh, figuring out how we can share those resources within our community is something that the Green Theater Alliance has started to get a little stab on. Um, We've got a a social media sharing group um, on Facebook. That's a private group, but anyone can join uh, as long as you're sustainable in nature and with the (laughs) arts community, uh, where there can be um, items posted that I'm in need of a set of skis or I've got this weird tin bed i need to get rid of Uh, (laughs) (laughs) we do weird things um and uh uh, so that that's one thing that um, i think has been really hard because you also need time and space to store these things Mm -hmm. so you know someone might not need it for six months can you hang on to it under your risers don't tell the fire marshal Uh, (laughs) uh, until until someone needs i've got some Uh, AstroTurf coming back to me next week and hopefully I'll put it on the page and get someone else to be able to use it because that AstroTurf is probably the least green thing (laughs) despite the fact of its color Um, so uh, so yeah the 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 stuff and sharing of the stuff is is one problem Um, uh, also we as designers artists actors um, are always moving around Um, we're going to different places, often from day jobs to rehearsal to a show at night. No time to pack a lunch, so we're eating out. We're getting coffee to sustain our, our habit of working for 20 hours in a row. Um, and thinking about making choices uh, in uh, that we all do in our daily lives, hopefully too, of saying no to straws and using um, utensils that are in the theater instead of grabbing plastic every time. And um, how are you getting from one place to the other? Can you make time to take the train so you're not driving and um, spending more money on, on really hurting the world? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's hard. I, um, something I like to say is... Uh, uh, that I got from our chair, Nan, um, is you can, you can only be better. You cannot be the best. Um, it's it's super important to to just think about sustainability in your life, but you can't beat yourself up about it, especially in modern America.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Do you feel like? sustainability in theater is a is a new focus of attention is do you think you know there's an old-school way to do things and more of a new school way to do things are you met with any kind of just you know traditional ways of doing things that might not be sustainable
1: yeah well sometimes um I, I mean I think that's kind of a, a world question too mm-hmm. you know sometime in the middle of the last century life became really disposable um, and and I think every industry has kind of grabbed onto that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling during Shakespearean times they had a whole bunch of costumes in the back, and you wore those costumes over and over yeah. again, and made it work with that part. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now we're just in a, a mode of I want this and I want this new and I want this special made for me. And I think it's super important for every theater department or. you know from scenery costumes lighting to be like hey what what do we have in stock what Mm -hmm. inventory is there that we can make work with this show yeah um instead of finding the cheap thing that is exactly the right color on online somewhere Mm -hmm. um and uh and and it doesn't have to be what you have as a theater right it could Mm -hmm. be what another theater has or what you have in your house i constantly am thinking my house as the 4529 prop shop (laughs) we've got five sideboards you know like they they look good in some shows in (laughs) fact i might be recommending one for our next show (laughs) what
0: what are the so to to put on a production you know this is this this huge choreographed effort between disparate departments you have the the costume people and the set people and the design people and not to mention the the people we see the actors but what are the what are the different choices that those departments can make for example can you give us can you give us an example of what like a costume designer what are those thoughts that they could be thinking about with costumes
1: yeah well, across the board, I'd say, do you have to print a script? Right, uh-huh. paper. paper <laughs> we for print prayer. so many scripts, so many scripts. Interesting. And yeah. There's, there's got to be a way. I mean, I think there's a little resistance um, from older generations that, again, they're used to getting a script sure. at first rehearsal in their binder, and uh, but more, more people are reading on digital devices. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. You know, that's another way to save some older digital devices that maybe a fancy law firm doesn't want their mm-hmm. iPad 2s, but we would totally use them mm-hmm. for scripts, yes, right? Yeah, good point. Um, uh, other things specific to the costume department um, uh, in making their renderings um, is... That done on new... what does that
0: what does that mean for those of us who uh, <laughs> um, drawing
1: the actors and the clothes that they will be wearing. Okay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> got
0: it. Got it. Like the, um, like the blueprints for like yeah.
1: The... Um, it, exactly. Like it's yeah. a, like a blueprint for a set, but it's for a costume. Got it. Got it. Uh, what is what are they choosing to draw with? Right? Is mm. it something that can be used again or recycled, or are they um using scrap samples of fabric from the scrap fabric bin to, mm-hmm. to make some choices instead of going out and buying new. Um, once they're in, do we make this costume? Do we borrow this costume? Um, do we buy this costume? Are we buying it used? Uh, you know, I think Amazon is a huge problem right now with the costume department. Hmm. I mean, I see boxes and boxes and boxes come and... I'm not so sure that when they get returned, they end up back in a place where it gets used again. Yeah. yeah. Um, so really uh, resource sharing of that that right. tangible, um, those tangible fabric
0: and textile elements. Um, and you had said before, even after the show is over, where they cl- get their costumes dry cleaned. Those are decisions.
1: hmm Um, Do you use dryer sheets or dryer balls? Do you have a more energy efficient washing machine? Um, You know, steam. uh, Here's, we needed, uh, a, in a steamer that, you know, gets wrinkles out of your costume, uh, we needed a ton of uh, distilled water for it. I needed 70 70 gallons for a show once. And I ended up saving all of those gallons jugs that went to... I was like, who needs these? Some preschool <laughs> needs these gallon <laughs> jugs to do something. And they ended up going to a show that was doing a set about not recycling plastic, and they like needed oh, stuff everywhere. So cool. it's that second life. Everything has a second life. Yeah, it's going to have a second life whether you put it in the trash or find out what its second life is. And I think... If everyone kind of keeps thinking about it like that, yeah, it's better.
0: What is the so as a as a force for good in this in this world, the Chicago Green Theater Alliance? What are you guys doing? What are you focused on in in providing solutions for some of these challenges?
1: Well, um, we have our own resource page, um, which you had is, mentioned
0: on, on Facebook, right?
1: Uh, it's actually, you can find it through the League of Chicago Theaters, which is our umbrella organization, Mm -hmm. um, uh, which is chicagoplays.com, uh, slash CGTA, I think. Maybe we'll put a link. We'll post a link. (laughs) We'll help. Yeah, we can do that. Um. Uh, And there's um, a a whole list of resources for every department of what you can do, everything I just mentioned about costumes. Scenery is one of the absolute most wasteful departments um, and we use a lot of materials that are not always the most sustainably made or trucked in. So thinking about making, making choices like instead of using a hardboard called Luan that comes from the rainforest and yes. is not made in a sustainable
0: manner at all, which is my favorite. My favorite new fun fact to it, share with you everybody: what you want to
1: use is something called Revolution Ply, which is available at Lowe's.
0: You're welcome, Lowe's. <laughs> um. We are not. We do not. Uh, side note: we do not get sponsorship from Lowe's, but we are open. We. I would like to also say officially: we're open to sponsorship those of you listening. So
1: Revolution Ply works just like Luan hardboard. It's a, a quarter inch sheet. It looks um, like plywood, right? Like, it's like what I would thin think of as plywood. plywood. It's what we use to make flats. So like walls of sets mm-hmm. versus um, floors of sets. Versus Although we just ripped a whole bunch of Rev Ply at, ripped being cut. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got to gotta dumb it down for us. Cut else, uh, on a table saw a bunch of Rev Ply to make a laid floor. Um, oh, cool. That I will say, the Masonite, which is another kind of hardboard. Got it. Uh, at Timeline has not been replaced in the three and a half years that I've been there. We just keep reusing it and Great. covering it up with things like carpet and AstroTurf and more flooring. But
0: That's, but it's amazing that the things I go, when I go to a show and I look around at the set and I admire the, the artistry, so many decisions could have been made up into, up to that point that... That were sustainable. Yeah, and I—I I mean, I've never heard of—I never knew there were different types of plywood. Now, of course, I'm going to think about it if ever I have to construct a doghouse, chicken coop, etc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, so uh,
1: that's just one example on our resource page. That's a, a physical object that you can choose, um, but also, you know, what are the choices you are making in your department? We already went through some costume choices, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, not using glue on wood makes it reusable. Can you figure out another oh. way to attach it? Um, Interesting. Uh, when you're making your model boxes, uh, you know, why do you have to use foam core? You can use um, cardboard from the Amazon box that you're feeling sure. guilty about. <laughs> <laughs> second use, second use. Uh, something um, uh, I've learned recently is, uh, you know, those peely things that you peel off like uh, Frozen dinner or something like
0: that. Oh, yeah.
1: Can use those in those model films. displays as um, well. One, they're recyclable with plastic bag number two and four. Fun fact. <laughs> two, if you want to give it a second use first, you can use them as like windows and models. So you get, <laughs> right? Or like, sure. a, like a screen or something like, a, like that. Or like a dollhouse. Exactly. There it doesn't have, have to go. be for theater. No. So but much of theater is useful out in the real world too.
0: And you guys have done, have put on this amazing event, which I had the fortunate opportunity. I I was a volunteer for your recent one, but tell us a little bit about your, the the coolest Uh, thing I think you guys are doing right now. So,
1: um, we were, uh, happy to host our fifth annual, um, e-waste and textile drive. So cool. This past May, um, which is around the time I met Beth. Um, we, uh, uh, it's, it started small as, as collecting costumes for a day from larger theaters um, and giving them to smaller theaters who could come. Uh, and then also e-waste, that's just been sitting around. And I have a feeling if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know what e-waste is or yeah. are human. But anything that basically is powered um, that is no longer needed or working. Yeah, because
0: you can't throw your computer or no. a cell phone or even some of the, the, even power cords and power strips. Those electronic components can really do damage to a landfill.
1: So so we, um, Steppenwolf has been partnering with us uh, for the last five years to, to open this up to the theater community. Okay, cool. This year we did... Uh, three full days of collection. Um, We also added batteries to our um, uh, uh, collection, not to mention some of our members get really excited about other things. Yeah. We did pen and marker collecting. Mascara brushes. Mascara ones that help wildlife. uh, what else did we – Oh, uh, they always – people bring light bulbs, and I figure out what to do with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, <laughs>
0: but, here at Verde Energy, at we are more than equipped actually, to deal with you that took,
1: stuff. Uh, I think Looking Glass brought we a bunch help, of tubes. Yeah. And you, I was – it was
0: good. lucky enough, we were just uh, – we had a pickup ready, so Verde was able to help with uh, a little bit of that recycling. We all, we're all on the same team. We're all on the same team.
1: Uh, but some numbers from the drive this yeah. year um, – we saved about 4,000 pounds of textiles Holy from... cow. 2,000 pounds of that went to the community, whether for shows... Um, or just people in their lives who need clothing
0: and I saw some well, another cool thing was a lot of uh, surrounding school high school drama teachers elementary school drama teachers that was really cool to see some of the surrounding school teachers to come and get supplies for their their acting students
1: and we also partnered with a couple organizations from Lincoln Park uh, who help people in need and the homeless wonderful who came and got some shoes um, we uh, we recycled 22 bags of scrap fabric that wow. the recycling actually went to a sewing studio for kids and adults, um, and the remaining went to the Chicago Public Library for another sewing program. Wow.
0: Um, and this
1: is just little bits of scrap fabric that we used to just toss out. Right, know? right. Uh, we saved 2.5 tons of e-waste
0: Oh my gosh!
1: From landfills, um, and I can tell you also some of it was still working and definitely got taken by theater <laughs> i good. Yeah, I need a monitor. Yeah, oh, yeah I I saw saw computers, desktops, <laughs> monitors,
0: power tools, power tools. Oh, I put a picture of you with the power yeah, tool. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I had fun.
1: I had fun. Um, and then, uh, lastly, uh, 662 pounds of batteries. Holy cow. Wow. Was, um, yeah, so it's pretty... And, again, like, this event was not just about the stuff. It was about bringing people together. We right. had a couple different organizations, Environmental Chicago, uh, a Collective Resource, Day Expert, um, come in and, and show other ways to be sustainable. Right. Next, next year, I'd love to, like, sell... Like seedlings or something like that, and yeah. we're gonna figure out how to do screen printing next year too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was,
0: it, it's amazing. Those numbers are staggering. It is, it is definitely an impact. You made an impact. That is, that was really cool, and and I appreciate that there's people in Chicago doing this work. That's, it's really amazing, and it's fantastic, and it, and like you said, it benefits people outside of the theater industry. But yeah. it's a great, you're a beacon of. A a beacon of light.
1: Well, I mean, it it takes a village. And one of the other things on our resource page is our Green Captain program. We encourage every theater who says that they're with the Chicago Green Theater Alliance to have a captain at the theater. Surprise, surprise, it's me at Timeline. But I have some cohorts. (laughs) Um, And then there's a Green Ambassador program where I ask a cast member or a cast or crew member for every production to Mm -hmm. be the green ambassador, to help be the one to encourage people to use the utensils they should use instead Mm -hmm. of the evil utensils, which is how they're labeled in timeline. (laughs) Um, And we, uh, uh, last year, started um, in our daily calls to actors and rehearsal and performance reports, which go to our entire staff, company, and production team. There is a green tip of the day. Nice, Sometimes they get themed based on what year it is <laughs> or what time of year it is. Nice,
0: uh,
1: but it's just that little reminder. Yeah, that's it. Just just think about it in everything you do a little way, and it'll it'll make a difference. I promise.
0: Yeah, so I think that's that's great. So that would be your really your main mantra. And yeah. I loved what you said earlier that you can you can be be better. So to our our. Uh, Fabulous listeners out there in Radio Land to yeah. encourage them to think about sustainability, even if you know they're in an industry where they might feel powerless at times.
1: It's easy. It's really easy to get um, discouraged from time to time.
0: Exactly, and you, and you think you're changing, you know, an entire, you know, you want to turn an entire ship around that's already been going that same way for maybe decades. So it it can feel overwhelming, but but think about. You know that lovely young person
1: who took that boat across. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know that's one person, right? Right. I mean, it can really make a difference. Um, uh, We're 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 all in this together. I I watched uh, a thing last night in the news. in Denmark, they moved a lighthouse 70 meters from the coast because it was about to fall in. Oh, wow. And um, they're going to have to do it again in 40 years. But huh. it was the whole community and the mayor was out there, you know, making it happen. And yeah. uh, it's inspiring. Like yeah. we in, can inspire each other in all the small things we do to, to make this world a better place.
0: And what would, you, what would you say to somebody who is maybe in a different industry than theater, but What would you say to them that they, you know, they feel overwhelmed, it feels daunting. Yes, they want to be sustainable, but, you know, how do you start? How would you encourage them? Um, Again, I
1: think about second life, uh, if that's just kind of in your mind every time something leaves your hand. Mm -hmm. Um, But also just choose one thing. You Mm -hmm. don't have a reusable water bottle yet go get a reusable water bottle. Right. Um, you know, put a put an extra bag in your bag. It's it's really like small things that that other people pick up on and I promise you it's I'm living proof. It's addictive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's and, why I'm here today. <laughs> absolutely. Well, we really appreciate your time today, Maggie. Oh my gosh, thank you so it was much. It's fantastic for me. talking to you. And I look forward to your next drive. Uh, we're going to share some of the information about your website and the Facebook group.
1: Yeah, on so. Day stuff. Yeah, that would be great. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at Shy Green Theater.
0: Which you are very entertaining on Instagram. My dad, <laughs> I really enjoy them.
1: <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much.
0: Thanks, Maggie.